G'day everyone. Thanks for tuning in to our first podcast of 2023. Um, I'm joined with Lou as Craig is still on holidays. Uh, so we'll be filling in until he gets back in early Feb. Um, so how, how are you doing, Lou? Yeah, good. Um, just a quick happy new year to everyone. Uh, Merry Christmas for the one that's been. And um, yeah, I'm really keen to chat about the markets. Yeah, um, coming to this new year because it's a fresh year, fresh, um, fresh year, new growth, all that stuff. So really keen to um, to dive into it. Put everything talk about it with you like year. another trader. Yeah. Sorry, what was that, mate? I said put everything behind us from last year. Yeah, and and also talk about the markets with another trader. Like, uh, yeah, you know, it's hard to talk. It's easier to talk about the market. It's no one else is interested in the markets apart from traders. Um, so it's nice to talk about it from that perspective with another trader as well. So pretty keen to do that. Yeah, that's right. And um, just another note, we are kicking off the new year with a new sponsor, BitGet, the exchange that we'll be using moving forward. So before we do kick things off, uh, just a quick word from Craig about our new sponsor. Just a quick word from our sponsors, BitGet. TraderCobb and BitGet have partnered up as we've done extensive research on what we believe to be the best trading platform for margin traders on the market today. We've got a full tutorial on how to raise orders and how to get access to your trading account, as well as a 10% trading fee discount if you click and sign up with the link below. With great liquidity and great order systems, this is the premier platform for us going forward. Join up with the link in the description to get 10% off your trading fees. Did you get up too much over the Christmas break? Mate, I just, I only, I only took one full week, a uh, week and a half. I took a full week and a half where I didn't look at a computer at all. Like I didn't look at um, the markets at all for that whole week and a half. Um, so that was, that was very refreshing. Good, good little reset button. Um, and I've certainly come back like really refreshed looking at the markets more cre- uh, more with more creativity, I guess, if that's the right word. And just with just a fresh set of eyes. With clarity. Um, clarity, yeah. Clarity is the right word there for sure. Um, what about you, Matt? Did you get up so much? Uh, yeah, I went down and visited the parents, went out camping. And yeah, like similar to you, just spent some time away from the charts. And it's amazing what that can do when you come back with a fresh set of eyes and a bit of clarity and the market hasn't moved too much. You do your first scan and yeah, you just notice things that you probably wouldn't normally notice, which is, it's really good. Um, and I would yeah, encourage well, everyone to do that if you didn't do that over the Christmas break. Um, but I'm sure most of you did. Yeah, or, or just take whatever break you can, even if it's two or three days, like turn it all off. Just, yeah. Like, there's always, realize, another yeah, always another trade. Always another trade. Always <laughs> you won't miss out. No. But um, you had a bit of a fight with the surfboard or something, didn't you? I did, yeah. That's why I've got two black eyes to show for it. Um, the surf's been pumping up here in the North Coast. So that's, that's been another bonus of being able to step away from the charts, being like being able to really get back into the ocean, which which um, which I really love, really love surfing. Um, so, yeah, when I go on holidays, I don't kind of, I still like, I still enjoy working out and surfing and doing active things and, I still get up early and stuff like that, but just not looking at the markets is a good break for me. That's so good. Just getting outside and camping was so good, you know, like a, a nice break from Sydney. Sydney, you just get caught in this trap of working all the time and in your free time, you're too tired to do anything. And yeah, it's a, 
you know, an hour, an hour and a half drive to get out and do stuff. So just, yeah, spending some time away from the charts and out of Sydney was just so good. So I can um, understand why Craig is spending so much time away this holiday and he'll come back fresh. But um, yeah, why not? Charts, like, we didn't miss much, did we, over the Christmas break? Yeah, I get, which in one of those, like, I talk about it all. Yeah, I've been talking about it on live training floor for the past couple of weeks, like coming into the back end of last year and uh, all of last week. You know, yeah, we didn't miss much. It's like that low volatility period. It's, just, it's so typical Bitcoin, isn't it? Or typical crypto, like low volatility period. And it's every single time, I think you can say that with 100% certainty, it's followed by a move, a big move to the upside to the downside. Yeah, you've been saying this for a while. Just periods of low volatility, slow price action, and then a quick pop. Which I wouldn't say this is a quick pop on Bitcoin. It's um, no. yeah, it's gone up. It's tested that seventeen thousand dollar range, but I don't think it's anything extravagant. We did see some huge moves across the board, um, but as for Bitcoin, until we get above this level around the seventeen thousand two hundred, um. I think, you know, we could still reject that and move lower. We just don't know. Oh, 100%. I think like something um, we were talking about in live trading floor as well was how I read this report ages ago, like it was towards the beginning of last year from Glassnode. So shout out to Glassnode. I don't really read them anymore um, about how rallies in crypto, uh, bear market rallies are often sometimes more vicious than uh, or aggressive intraday rallies than um, in the bull market. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. But most likely a, another bear market rally. Um, but, you know, let's see. The thing I'm is, from 17,000 to 20,000, that's still like a 10 or 15% move for Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're still, in it. we're still below 20,000. So, you know, it's not out of the realms of possibility for Bitcoin to jump to 20,000. And then no, we go right. lower for sure. It's still, that's still a 10 or I'm not sure, you know, it'd be around a seven to 10% move or something like that. So um, yeah, you got to keep that in mind. Like that's where these bear market rallies are so aggressive, can be so aggressive and can be very profitable as well. If you're trading. Going, um, sort of going back to, you know, coming back from holidays, feeling a lot clearer. Um, do you have any points that we would suggest people do uh, before kicking off trading for this year like i would suggest maybe reviewing a trade plan um and you know coming up with a profit-taking strategy because you know towards the end of last year and the beginning of this year i know a lot of our community members have been sort of dcaing into their favorite projects um, but we've found in the past that it's it's harder for people to take profits than what it is to cut losses you know when you're in the red you're down a few percent bit of fear gets in the way um it's pretty easy to cut your losses but when you're in the green and things are going up and things are going well you know you think you think bitcoin's going to two hundred thousand. bitcoin's going to a hundred thousand i'm just going to hold it i'm just going to hold on um that's why having rules and, and um a trade plan in place could really help do you have anything to add there yeah yeah um so profit taking plans for long terms it's really important to write them out of the heat of the moment, like what you were saying, man, like um, it's important to write them now during periods of a bear market. So out of the heat of the moment, out of the heat of battle, 
you know? And so when, when it really does start to get, um, when the volatility starts to pick up and like the climate, like what Reese was talking about does kind of grip everyone, you just know what to do. You know how to execute and you don't get caught in that trap. So even so, should we pull that string a bit more, Reese, and even talk about something like, so what would you do if you bought Bitcoin, uh, if you were DCing, DCAing into Bitcoin and it did run up to 30,000 US dollars? Like that's a, a fair bit of profit on the table. That's what would right. you do in that situation? And that's why we need those profit plans, of course. So you don't get flat, caught out flat-footed. Yeah, and set realistic targets, I think. Um, we found that during the last bull run, people had unrealistic profit targets um, and normally just one profit target, which was quite odd. Like I'm, I'm going to sell my full bag of Bitcoin when it gets to 80,000. So we didn't get there and now you're still holding that same bag and we're down at 17,000. So um, always have a plan B, a plan C, even take profits on the way up at staggered intervals at um, key support resistance levels at, you know, at points where historically Bitcoin has reacted and reversed from those, those levels. Um, I think that's really important. Yeah. And having that balance of um, like, for example, using our portfolios as an example, having a balance between Bitcoin and US dollars. So, and, and getting used to that as well. Like, so let's say, for example, we did see, uh, we see run up from 20,000 to 30,000 over the next two or three months. And you're holding this bag of Bitcoin, the accumulated below 20, um, you know, why not sell half of that and hold it in, in US dollars and right. have some type of plan or 25% or whatever your plan is like, hold it there, get used to having a balance and not just buying and holding forever. No one ever lost money taking profits, right? Well, yes and no. But but <laughs> mo mostly in crypto, definitely, definitely yes. No one takes profits in crypto. It's just crazy. It's so crazy. And we it's know crazy. from experience, we both did the same thing in 2017, 2018. Yeah. And we, and we could have taken more profits uh, the year before last as well in 2021 as well. So, you, you know, like... It's a thing in crypto, people just don't take enough money off the table and it's okay. important to get used to taking money off the table as well. And just one other quick thing on that. If you have, and think about the situation you'd be in, if you're accumulating, if you're accumulating Bitcoin, say this year, uh, the better part of last year and next year, even, and then a bull run does occur. What makes you think you'll have the discipline to take profits at all? If you've just been buying and accumulating. You're just going to buy and hold like everyone else. You're mm. not going to, you, you might, maybe you'll take 15% profits, 20% profits or something. But, but chances are you, you will make the same mistake again because you don't have, you're not used to taking profits. You're not used to holding US dollars. You're not used to, um, you're not in practice, let's say, you don't have a discipline. I know that um, I find it hard to take profits at times especially on some long-term holds when you're in the midst of a bull market. It, it is hard. It is hard to take profits. You, you know, the, the shiny things do come into your eyes and you think, you know, I'll just squeeze out a little bit more profits. You know, that's a life-changing amount of money. And uh, you wake up the next day and it's down 5% and then 
just that vicious circle going through your mind of, you know what, this is just a pullback. It's fine. It'll just keep going up and it doesn't, it just goes back down. And um, yeah, it's just a vicious circle that you don't want to enter. You want to have very strict rules on your profit taking. Yeah. And, and one of the, and one of the best ways um, to have one of those strict rules, it's actually what Craig's talked about is having separate accounts. So you have your intraday trading account, for example, and you have your long-term account and then, when you take profits out of either one of those accounts, that money can go into a third account. But in that third account, that money never goes back into the market. There are very strict rules around that. So if, you, if you're a person that likes things segmented, um, I know I'm like that. Uh, you know, one very small technique to, to help you manage that. And um, I guess sometimes it doesn't matter how many times you take profit or how much profit you do take sometimes the exchange collapses and you lose everything anyway <laughs> yes. yes i guess it leads us into our next point about ftx and sbf um do you have any updates on sbf i, I believe he's pleaded guilty oh pleaded innocent not guilty not guilty oh, look sbf right I've I've actually been staying up to I've I've been staying updated with it all. So a few things have happened. Um, so number one, he was extradited by the Justice Department of the U.S. into America for charges of fraud, wire fraud, money laundering, everything. <laughs> every like every charge every criminal charge that you can think of he's being charged with by the department of justice by the doj in the us in fact he's facing up to 110 years in prison <laughs> over a century in prison if he gets done on all the charges i'm guessing that's what that number is so that's interesting um i listened to a person that's investigated this whole thing and uh, it is a fraud on a massive, on a, on a huge, huge, huge level. And he will most likely, he, he will most likely get, get done. Like he, he, this guy's going to prison. If he doesn't go to prison, it's going to be, it's going to be a first. Um, the only thing. Uh, and also the current CEO of FTX, um, this guy called John Ray, I believe his name is. Don't mm, quote me on yeah. it. He's testified in front of Congress in America saying this is one of the biggest frauds, one of the biggest old school frauds he's ever seen. He was literally taking money from users' deposits and punting it on the market. That's what he was doing. It's just 100%. Black and white fraud, illegal, not just our money, but money of huge players in the United mm. States. Like there are people out that need to that have been royally, royally um, effed over, and yeah. um, this guy's this guy's going away. One hundred percent, he is, and whether he pleads not guilty whether he pleads innocent, whether he becomes an informant, is he's going away. Like, this is a huge deal. This is bigger than Bernie Madoff 
in in many regards. Um, and um, he's been granted bail. He's had to post a through. I think it was like a two. It's like the biggest bail ever posted or something in US history. Uh, $200 million or something. Yeah, I think it was just over $200 million. Yeah. Where did he get that Um, money from? (laughs) Well, they've asked to redact the names of the people that have posted that bail up for him. But all his parents' assets are being posted to bail up. He's he's got two parents. He's an only child. Um, And they're... They're giving up all their assets to post bail for him, um, the house and everything. And uh, I mean, imagine this guy's parents. Like all of a sudden, their son, who's like a prodigy, like his parents are economics professors at Ivy League colleges in America. Their son's like a prodigy. And now he's like the biggest fraud of the century. Go down as one of the biggest frauds of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're going to lose everything as well. So... That's what's happening with SBF. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine how he felt after a few days behind bars in a Bahamian jail. Oh, God, imagine, yeah. I wouldn't want to be there. definitely has a big target on his head now. Yeah, he definitely does. And, but, and as he yeah. should, it's super yeah, illegal what he's that. done. And, 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 it's, and this personality trait he has where he's like, oh, guys, I'm sorry, like, I don't have access to this. I don't... Like it's it's BS. Like you're a criminal, and you'll get and you get treated like one. So, um, that's what I think is going to happen, and it it appears that's what's happening as well. Well, um, I, what are your thoughts on, I guess, another nice rally in the market to the upside, with all of this lingering over our heads with FTX, Grayscale. DCG, like all of these, I guess, problems within the crypto space that emerged late last year. Like th- these are going to play out, like FTX will play out for months, if not years. Same sure, as DCG, man. same yeah. as Grayscale, same as Genesis, um, even Celsius, I think, is still going. Yeah, um, Celsius. I think they Actually, released- the director, the CEO of Celsius, I posted a news article in our Discord group. He's um, being sued by the Department of Justice of New York now. Oh, is he? There you yeah. go. There you go. So. Well, I think they had in, in some fine print when a user like yourself or me deposited funds onto Celsius, then it was essentially their money and they could do what they wanted with it. Um, it was in some fine print. So I, I found that very interesting. It's yeah. worth reading that fine print, but you wouldn't deposit funds. I guess this has never really happened before, so no one really needed to, to read the fine print, but now I guess everyone's being super vigilant about things for like sure. that. Yeah, for sure. What, what, what do you reckon the market with all this stuff overhanging? Because <sighs> these are huge events. Like FTX, like... The black hole that's like that 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 has left in the market, and like the effects of that would be felt for a very long time. It's just ridiculous, isn't it? This <laughs> is crazy. Uh, well, yeah, I'm I'm not sure. I would like to think that crypto will push on, um, but all time highs? No, I don't think so. 
I think all stars need to be aligned before we we start hitting all time highs. And you know, we've still got the the Fed uh, releasing CPI data and interest rates as well uh, that are potentially going to increase. Uh, we don't know, but again, that's just another hindrance. Yeah, and I think uh, in terms of trading. So all news aside, all events aside, it's important to only read the chart. That's right. Because in the same respect, how many people have we talked to, like pretty major traders, like we're talking about full-time traders who are now completely out of the crypto market. Like they don't have funds on exchanges anymore because the risk has been too high, particularly after with, particularly with all the fear, uncertainty and doubt that was surrounding Binance towards the end of last year. So it's almost like there's no traders left. Like a lot of people are out and to see some type of a rally, no, I'm not talking about all time highs, but some type of bull market rally on an intra uh, bear market rally. So on an intraday basis from where we are in the same respect, wouldn't really surprise me that much just because there's no one left. Yeah. <laughs> like, like there's no one left. The and sellers are exhausted. The sellers are exhausted and maybe we'll see a pop to the upside on an well, yeah. basis. That's a good point. The only people left are, you know, the buyers and the people that believe in the space and believe in the projects. And right now, after what I've just gone through and the prices, maybe, you know, people think these are bargain prices, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean And we know that we know that when it's a new year, people tend to what happened last year, just push that aside, slowly forget about that and just continue on. Yeah, for sure. But, you for know, sure. anything could happen. But some key levels that we're watching on Bitcoin, I'll just switch to the four hour time frame. Makes it a little bit easier to oh, read. Look at that four hour chart. But the four hour chart is looking good. Just a, le a nice level through here. We've tested a few times around the 17,200, 250. Um, Bitcoin did reject that yesterday and has dropped below that. So, yeah, I'm not really looking to take any long trades on Bitcoin just yet. Um, it needs to pop up and stay above that level. I'm, I'm like the four hour. So we've pointed the four hour out today um, in the community. There's a lot of four hour cradles going on. And something that I'm really, something that I've uh, observed over the last couple of days is, is that a lot of key levels on many contracts have been broken like a lot of key levels to the upside price has broken through and it's now currently pulling back. Now, if, now if price bounces off those levels, I mean, that obviously will um, signal this move to continue. But uh, look, I, I'm, I'm pretty, to be honest, what the chart's telling me, all this news aside, like what we've talked about, like um, key levels have been broken to the upside and we're going to find out very soon if those key levels hold that have been broken. And for right now, while we're looking at the charts right now is Louis and Reese. It looks, right it now, looks pretty, it looks pretty promising to the up, to the upside. Yeah. Like right now, all news aside, the, the market looks rather strong, pretty yeah. strong compared to what we've been through yeah. or what we've experienced lately. Um, Ethereum. Let's have a look on the daily. It's yeah, nice, key level, nice here. key level. Boom. That's almost a round number two of 13,000. Or well, one thousand three hundred, sorry, round number there. Tested a few times. It's now breaking out, so a nice pullback off that level for a cradle. 
would be amazing. Oh, big prime. <laughs> BNB. Let's have a look at this. So four-hour chart. Looking good. Looking back. I know most of you are probably listening to this on a podcast, but it's definitely worth jumping on, looking at the charts and going through and plotting levels. Plot your levels on the daily and the four-hour timeframes and just yeah. sit back and watch how price interacts with those levels. It's crazy. Like these markets, it's such an easy, it's such a, it's a really good way, you know, to find consistency and profitability in your trading. You have to be repetitive and just trading off key levels is such a good way to start. And today is a perfect example of how price respects those levels and how you can trade off them effectively. Well, yesterday, you know, we're watching breakouts. We'll have our key levels plotted. We're watching for breakouts and watching how price interacted around those those levels. We saw a few breakouts set up. They popped to the upside and now we're just watching to see how, how price reacts with the next levels or whether they pull back and, you know, retest those same levels. Um, XRP, there's not much to talk about here. It's just crab walking sideways but in a nice downtrend. Um, bit of a level through here. Doge, not one. Not much to talk about here on Doge. There's not really any key levels, maybe a level through here at 0 0.078, but there's definitely some better charts out there. Yeah. Oh, Ada looks, Ada, has Ada gone? If you go to the two. On the two hour time frame on ADA. There was a bit of, yeah, there was a bit of a pullback there. I was kind of hoping for the four to pull in a bit. Yeah, it didn't quite give us that pullback that we wanted. Matic is one that I, I really want to keep an eye on. There's, it's a good project and they're doing a lot in the crypto space. Um, not that I let that affect my trading. I just trade the charts, but on an investment sort of um, mindset, I'm definitely keeping a close eye on Matic. Um, does look like it needs a little bit more work to do before breaking through that level at sort of the 87 cents. Um, what are your thoughts? Um, look, I wouldn't, I probably, I'd be the only way I'd raise intraday trade off Matic in this case would be either number one, getting a breakout off that upper level mm. um, that you have drawn in there. Um, I can't, I can't see the numbers clearly enough but yeah what yeah that level there that you're pointing at 87 cents. Uh, getting, getting a breakout off that on the 15 or 30 um i probably wouldn't take it as a cradle on the four uh <laughs> definitely not just because that resistance yeah and you probably wouldn't have room to hit one to one either but yeah it looks good looks strong there's um yeah a number of tokens out there that are looking the same dot is looking really good but another one with some overhead resistance um and a round number of $5. Uh, so it's one thing to keep an eye on. I would say Litecoin. Litecoin was quiet for a long time. Mm. It's sort of the, historically, you know, it was always a, a top performer. There was Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Litecoin, and Litecoin's just done nothing. It's just so quiet. But who knows? It could be a, um, could just pop and outperform everything. It's broken that nice level on Litecoin. Like Litecoin's clearly breaking out now, which is well, nice. It's around which, that, which, which is obvious. Yeah. Around that $80 mark, that $80 round number where it's obviously tested a number of times and tried to hold above, but 
just couldn't. So we're in that key sort of range just above $80 at the moment. So a pop above or a strong candle off that level, um, you know, like bullish hammer or something off that level is what I'd be watching. And Shiba to finish the top 10. Very erratic price action here on the four hour. Yeah, very erratic. What does the daily look like there, Reese? Let's have a look. Not too flashy. Not too flashy either, so we can leave that. So um, I guess what's your plan of attack moving forward um, for today and uh, probably tomorrow? My plan of attack today is getting the 2 p.m. close, getting the 6 p.m. close as well. So yesterday, so we... so. In the community, we talk about like what strategy you have to match a strategy to the market environment. So, for example, last week we were hunting breakouts, which worked quite well. This week, time's come to hunt cradles, and that's what we're going to do. So, uh, today, hunt cradles on the four and uh, on the four hour mostly. If we were to see this move not work out during our session, I'd be hunting shorts off those key levels. So seeing rejections of those levels to the short side on the mm -hmm. 15 or the 30. And then tomorrow, just don't really have a plan for tomorrow yet until um, wake up and kind of see if the market's followed through, I'll be positioned to profit off that um, already. But if the market hasn't followed through, then be looking to see what it's done. I think one thing to note as well is like these moves, um, like let's say we were to see Bitcoin just go to $20,000, which is not really in the grand scheme of things, that's nothing. Um, you know, that still could take three or four days, five days, six days. So these moves are protracted. I would like, if we were to see this upside move last a little bit longer, um, you know, just remember it takes time. That's all I'm saying. Don't expect it to happen straight away. Sometimes it does, but it does take time. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, yeah, keeping it, keen eye on those levels to see how price interacts. We'll, we'll know if breakouts are setting up, if there's built up buying pressure up into those levels, those overhead levels, um, creating a series of uh, higher lows up into those levels for a breakout trade or potentially, you know, a reversal where we're looking for type, you know, reversal type chart uh, price action. So that's, uh, I guess that's, our tip moving forward for today and tomorrow who knows that'll be a new day and this is crypto so we don't know what the price will be doing tomorrow but i think that just about sums up everything we'll keep this one short um first one for the year and yeah thanks for listening yeah and thanks thank you for joining yeah and thanks thanks reese for hosting and um thanks everyone for listening and yeah just this new year new growth just keep on stacking those sats and harvesting PL, you know? And um, there is a link in the description below to create your um, BitGet account. So if you don't have one, I do suggest heading over and creating an account with BitGet. They are the platform that we'll be using uh, moving forward and you'll receive 10% off your trading fees. And if you do get in uh, quick enough, you'll receive some other little bonuses as well. Um, but yeah, thanks for tuning in and I'll see you guys next week. <laughs>